Hey folks, welcome to Off The Record, the podcast which delves deeper into the mysteries and wonders of society life here at the University of Sheffield. With over 150 clubs to choose from, the world's your oyster and the possibilities endless. Today on the show we have Charlotte Smith and Luke Bray, President and Events Coordinator from Bake Sock, representing baking across the campus. Guys, welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so first time on radio then for you and... Properly, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we haven't really had that much experience in the past. We don't actively pursue radio. We we just came here for the fun, no, really. Not sort of my thing. More of a in the background organising. I guess that's similar to what it's like in bake, uh, on, on Bake Sock then, because you get people starting out as beginners, and then I guess you get people coming in as experts. Yeah. So what's the society about then in, in general? Um, so Bake Sock is basically a committee, well, a society for anybody that enjoys baking or wants to learn how to bake. Um, we do quite a variety of things. So we can teach people like skills to make like profiteroles, macarons, or things really simple like chocolate chip cookies. And then we have socials when we basically just bring a lot of people of common interest together to just get to know each other and just be able to meet up. And sometimes we have meetups to see Great British Bake Off. And that's always a fun one, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, it's fun as a society because as well as meeting up and getting to know other people with similar interests, you're also learning a skill and refining it, which is always nice, rather mm-hmm. than just the standard getting together and going out on the lash. And I mean, exactly. So when you bake, sometimes it could be quite stressful, but I think it's quite nice like changing your stress from your course to another stress sometimes too. Yeah. And actually getting something you can eat out of it, which is, I mean, it's always ideal always ideal <laughs> so how has the society grown when did it start up and how has it gone on from there do you know um so it started up i can't remember how many years ago it's like at least four or so years ago it's been going on for like a couple of years now um last year we had around 115 members but this year we that had is a, quite big 115 not 50 just want to clarify i didn't know that sounded like 50 um but this year we actually stepped up a lot and we got 175 that that's quite big I know. I mean, my aim for Refreshers Fair is to get 200. So hopefully someone listens to us like, I want to join Bake Sock. They sound like some cool people. They could give me food. They could give us food. They could give us food. Win-win. So what do you think so attractable about it? Because you've got so many members joining up every year. Is Is it something that's just so niche that people say, oh, I just want to try that out to an extent? I think just everyone likes baked goods really mm. especially sweet tooth people Food. there's lots of chocolate things we make so that always attracts people and then if people learn how to make it they can do it again and again and again and it's just really nice but what about the bread tell us all about your bread luke i mean bread's always nice especially when it's fresh and i personally prefer making sort of savory bakes so i've been pushing for those more as uh, stuff we do because I feel like last year it was mainly sweet stuff, so I wanted to add a bit more variety, but it's all good. Yeah, to be honest, we're quite inclusive. So we do a lot of vegan, gluten-free events, and we also try and mix up between savoury and sweet so that we appeal to all of our audience and to different skill sets. So what inspired both of you to join up to it then? Um, So I'm in second year, and I joined Bake Sock last year because my sister is actually president of Durham Bake Sock. And I just saw how fun it was. Um, and is there a bit of sibling rivalry between the two? Okay, I mean, the kind of is. So my sister became president in third year at university. So I kind of wanted to beat her slightly. But it's just because I just want to make Sheffield Bake Sock a lot better than Durham Bake Sock. And you've done it in second year? 
Yeah. So, so already there is that you're ahead. I mean, I'm already ahead, but yeah. that's not the aim. The aim is to get Bake Sock better yeah. and to make it the best baking society but you in did win. UK. And I feel like that's pretty possible. I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then last year I was volunteering um, rep or whatever. So that's I've moved from volunteering to president. And yeah, just really like baking. And you don't really want to bake for yourself all the time because you don't really want to get diabetes, you know? <laughs> so, so how do the membership how does the membership compare here at the University of Sheffield compared to other baking societies across the country then? What what's Durham's like compared to I mean this one then? I don't want to I mean I only looked at it a couple of months ago. So it might have changed and I don't like don't trust me on it. But our membership's quite cheap. So we only have to pay four pounds a year to join our society. And we do a lot of events. So we normally do two to three events a week. But Durham only does them twice or three times a term. So we basically do... How many more times is that events? It's basically so many. And in Durham, they only do socials. So they go to cafes and eat loads of cake. But in Sheffield, we actually teach people how to bake. So it's more inclusive in that respect. Yeah. And um, also, just because there is a lot more events, it's a lot more accessible to people because it means that if you're busy on this day, you can still go later on in the week. And we try and mix up which days of the week we do as well. And that just draws more people in. So who, who would you say is, is, is a role model for you? It doesn't have to be somebody within baking, but if, if you wanted to mention Paul Hollywood, Mary Berry, then feel free to do so. It, was there anyone sort of growing up? As you, sort of What inspired you to, to get into to baking as a kid? And was there anyone who... Um, my aunt has always been very, very good at baking and like every single birthday cake in our family has always come from her and she keeps stepping up her game every time and it's always been impressive and that's sort of been something that I aspire to do myself, like get better, get to her level if possible. Uh, also just watching chefs on the TV and bakers on TV, they do stuff and it looks like that looks good. It didn't seem too hard. I'll give it a try and see what happens. And then, was it hard? Not the first time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, uh, I mean, my first, I did bake every now and again as a kid. But when I properly got into it, it was um, I saw a chef on TV make a loaf of bread. It seemed really easy. I did exactly what he did, and it came out exactly the same. And it was really good, and that's when I really got into it and went mental, really. He has gone mental this year. Yeah. He's very much into it. <laughs> so the, the levels have gone up then this um, year, big time. What do you mean by levels? The amount of stuff you're baking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so last year we kind of only did four things a term, but we're basically doing that in two weeks. Wow. Yeah, at least that as well. That's impressive. Anyway, on to uh, a show which is obviously uh, massive uh, in terms of baking, and uh, I think if we're looking at sort of how much they produce, uh, it's pretty impressive. The uh, it's it's of course the Great British Bake Off. So, by the way, what was your first reaction when it moved from the BBC to Channel Four? What was your first thoughts? Shock, Uh, horror, fear, disgust. To be honest, I I mean my all-time favourite was Mel and Sue. I mean, I didn't really care about Mary Berry or Paul Hollywood. I just, I just don't like those people. They just, I don't like them. But um, Mel and Sue, honestly, absolute bays, hilarious. Like, you just can't get over them. They're so good. 
And when I was like, they're not coming back. I Like, why? Why would they do that to us? And then to replace it with Noel Fielding, there was a big fear of like, oh my God, is he going to go over the top and be yes. full on Noel? He didn't, which was nice. So what but... did you make of Noel anyway? And, and Sandy and Prue? I mean, I thought they did a good job with what they got. Like, what they had and what bad publicity they had beforehand. I think they did a really good job. Um, I personally don't think they're as good as Mel and Sue because their double act are trying to be like Mel and Sue, but obviously they're not. And it, it's quite obvious. At the same time, it's nice they didn't try and change it too much. Sometimes when shows mm. move from BBC to Channel 4, they try and make them a lot more flashy and it just doesn't work. They kept the same formula and that worked really well. It's just not the same. I thought the technical challenges are a lot better this year, yeah. Like, I thought in the last three or four series on BBC, it was getting a bit boring. They were just like, oh, let's make a Victoria sandwich. Oh, let's make a cake. This time, fortune cookies. How cool. That I, is... I was about to ask you, how has the recent series differed from previous ones? And I guess that must be a massive change in terms of sort of the setup of the show and how they're actually presenting what they're making to people at home across the country. Yeah, there's um, more variety in the technicals and also variety in the themes for the week. Mm. Like, it used to be more... This is uh, cake week. This is bread week. This is what uh, pastry week. But then they had things this year, whereas like Italian week. So you had that change within. It was more about the Italian cuisine, which it meant that like it was it. more variety within a show and changed it up a bit. Yeah, I would agree too. It just means that the you get introduced to random bakes that would inspire people to go into baking more because you could just do the basics but to really develop a passion for something you need to get delve into it a bit deeper and i think that's what it did with bake sock this year or bake off <laughs> bake off and with bake sock too yeah <laughs> get copyright on that so, so who, who who stood out for you then what do you mean so who stood out for you in the oh, show stood then? Out. yeah i mean to be honest liam Liam yeah. was a was he was amazing. He was hilarious, and also because he's the youngest, I feel like I could relate most to him. And he always came out with these ra like random one-liners and stuff like that. And I just love when you can just see their faces on ovens because that's basically me. I just stare at my oven sometimes, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's burning. It's burning. Especially my oven. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work very well. At it doesn't all. work well at all. I mean, our aim is to be on Great British Bake Off, isn't it, Luke? One day. One day. You never know. You never know. We're thinking next year. This podcast does well for you. I mean, you could be setting new heights. I mean, yeah. watch out. Watch for these faces. I mean, you can't see our faces, but watch out. <laughs> Listen for these voices. These voices and the look of scared. Yeah. Well, well, to be fair, we actually have a camera to my right in the studio, but it's not on today. So, shame for you there. I mean, if you look on our bake sock page on Facebook, you can all see pictures of us. Yeah. So, like. Full us. introduction of the whole committee. So. Yep. Anyway, with Christmas coming up, uh, I guess baking is always something which everyone can relate to around this time of year. Festive period comes out, yeah. so many different bakes uh, are possible. What makes it so special around this time of year then? I would say when it comes to baking this time of year, it's all about that comfort food, which is always lovely. And also because of the festive period, people tend to do things more together. So. I don't know about others, but I find that it becomes more of a collaborative effort for baking and you do it as a family, it's bonding and it's really lovely. It's just nice Christmassy vibes. And then at the end you do have that super sugary, sweet tooth, winter warmer indulgent food. And 
that's always great too. Is it atmosphere, tradition, that, that sort of thing, which combines into one, which makes it this time of year so special? And yeah, yeah I think definitely. it's atmosphere because even if you have something really nice to taste, if you don't have the atmosphere right, it doesn't feel the same. Um, and also at Christmas, it's kind of an excuse to go a bit further with what you do. Like you feel like, you know what, I'll do a step further. I'll spend some more on ingredients because it's Christmas. And sometimes you just like, if it's the middle of um, September or something, it's like, what can my excuse be? Like just going back to university, something like that. No, like being Christmas is an excuse to like showcase yourself, be nice to your family, just eat a lot, to be honest. Do you reckon TV shows have helped out uh, baking in terms of like, standing out, especially at this time of year where you're going to have so many programs over the Christmas holidays about baking, about TV celebrities trying to try out stuff I guess so because I feel like baking and also sewing have gone a lot in the past like in the past five years it's got a lot more popular it's things from like the 1950s that used to be really really crucial parts of society have now like come back I think it might be partly to do with the there's a lot aspect. more an attitude of uh, doing things yourself like it's come back around yeah, where yeah. everything was done for you and now people yeah. are cooking for themselves baking for themselves making things themselves it's like the healthy culture so you know what's in your food and especially with people who are now going vegan and going intolerances and taking certain items out of the diet it's easier for them to cook so it's easier for people who are gluten intolerant to bake themselves because you at least know that well that's the thing it's so it's so accessible isn't it really to anyone who can get into it and i guess that's why your membership is so high because you've got this low membership rates and people yeah it's really easy to understand and get involved and we also cater towards or basically everyone yeah we could do anything i think yeah if anybody um does join up and thinks there isn't anything to cater for them they always welcome to message us we there's always something we can do definitely so all the society what events do you hold then? What are the biggest events that you've you've had this year? Um, so our biggest event this year has been the... Um, we had one in Freshers. It was like a couple of weeks after Freshers. It was a... Um, what was it? A Cake and Games? That was what's called Cake and Games Social. Yeah. And we had 60 people. It was a ticketed event and it sold out quite quickly. And 30 people came on the day and we had to like turn them around. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And it was just a really nice atmosphere, get a lot of freshers introduced to other people and basically build up connections. Yeah, it was um, just the committee brought cakes along. We had a competition for anyone who also wanted to bring their own cakes to show off a beer. And it was more about the eating aspect and getting to know each other. But and we got a bit Mary Berry, Paul Hollywood with the. Gin I'm gin thinking, gin when, I'm thinking when you mentioned showing off, I mean, how much showing off was there I mean, within it? I'd say it was quite a lot. I mean, we recently just had a collab with Swing Sock, you know, Swing Dancing. Yeah. Um, and I would say the cakes there were a bit more show offy, though. Someone's used 16 eggs in a cake. I mean, the irony is 16. 16. And I'm intolerant to egg. <laughs> And I had to have some. And I was teaching, like, I don't want to eat it. I don't want to eat it. But I was just like, I'm going to have to eat it. This is what happens if you're present at Bake Sock. You have to make these sacrifices. Yeah, persevere through your di- personal dislikes for eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was another um, event that we just did. And that was two weeks ago. And, yeah, we've got quite a lot of exciting things planned for after Christmas. Baking-wise, um, I'd say the biggest event we did was also another collaboration that was with mental health matters oh, there yeah, was about was 15 people making bread together which is a lot considering normally it's about 10 mm. at a time maximum because of uh, confines of kitchens but 
because it was bread making most of it can be done in the SU so that's what we did so what was that about the mental health matters then was it an initiative that you combined with uh, is it a charity for example it's a uh, society here and they're all about making sure that people think about their mental health and actually take time out to recharge themselves and such like and uh, we did bread making with them because as you knead the dough it is actually very stressful even it's like a big stress ball so it is actually very very helpful so if you join bake sock we will deal with your stress in a yeah in a healthy way just punch <laughs> punch the dough in frustration if it doesn't go well definitely yeah and that helps it even more <laughs> <laughs> it actually does so get better bread get better mind so where do you so, so where do you hold the events then does it range um, no, we hunt, we basically run them in the same place. Um, it's a church down the road from the IC. What is it called? St. Thomas? I can't remember if it's St. Andrew know. or St. Thomas. We basically just know it. It's basically the church that's only 10 minutes from the IC. So we meet all of our participants for the session at the IC and walk down with them. So there's never a worry that you're going to get lost. And it's a good moment to introduce you to else who's running the event. Mm -hmm. It's quite nice. If you, if you had to pick, let's say, best bake, worst bake of, of the year so far, if you had to sort of a think of a, a particular uh, bake that has happened, uh, what do you say that would be? For worst bake, I would definitely think about Charlotte's burnt brownies. Oh, my God. <laughs> she made another committee member cut the burnt bit off the bottom of them before an event. Okay, good story. Um, I've got a really bad oven in my house, and I have complained about it to my landlord, but... Whenever everything I bake, anything I make, like a pizza, always burns the bottom. So I had like two centimeters burnt of brownie, and like I didn't have enough time to cut it off. So I made someone in my committee do it. It was for the Swing Sock Bake Sock collab. I just had to put it out there. What's, <laughs> what's the sign of bad workman blames his tools? Okay, no, it wasn't because there Definitely. has been yeah. proof. There has been proof. So I went. I, I think I just took that off I'm sorry no, that's fine. <laughs> the, sh the studio will survive this um, so basically um, I went to my other friend's house and I successfully made brownies so it's uh, it's the oven it is the oven so she says okay so Luke that is not nice <laughs> no it's not but oh well <laughs> and also they tasted nice once you took off the burnt bits but once you took off the burnt bits that's <laughs> that's the thing in this isn't it no but Nobody knew about the burn bits. Like now, everyone does. Does that say a lot about the president? The the president of the bake uh, of bake sock. No, okay. So the thing is, the context of the story Burns is is that I was running an event and I had to set up all the tables and I didn't have time to cut off my burn bits of the brownies, and it just shows that nobody in life is perfect at baking. Not even the president of bake sock. And that's how inclusive we are. We don't care if people are bad at baking. I have my moments. Especially with ovens, there's always a problem with my oven. And that's what makes us a more human. We are very, like, anybody can talk to us, can't they, Luke? We Definitely. are open. If <laughs> even the president messes up, it shows that you can as well, exactly. and it's fine. So come to our events. Like, don't worry if you can't bake it, because we probably can't bake it either. <laughs> but we can bake it good enough to teach people. Yeah, we can bake it good enough to teach each other. But we're not going to be, like, Mary Berry standard, are we? We're not judging. Yeah, we're not judging. If anything, it's good if a mistake happens because it shows you're more human and to be honest, it's quite funny. Look, look, Luke is basically making fun of me. It's hilarious. Would you say that, that that's probably one of the funniest moments of the year then so far? I mean, or, there's photo uh, evidence that happened. It, it was pretty funny because the... Was, was uh, it unexpected at the time? 
it, it was unexpected that Charlotte would pull rank like that. And then <laughs> also- I never um, pull rank. I never, I'm never basically like, I'm president, do that. And I was actually like, no, please, can someone do this? I can't do it anymore. <laughs> also the member she got to do it was hiding around the corner so that no one would see the shame of cutting off burnt bits of brownies. Oh, really? Oh, yes. so Yeah, but you don't want to do it in a public so place, place, do you? You don't want to do it in a public place. One thing, swing sock dancing, someone could have slipped on a burnt crumb. Health and safety. It's fair enough. To be fair, I mean, with all the snow and ice we've had recently, it, yeah. You think about it, don't you? So it was in Mappin Street. Um, and I don't know if Swing Sock knows about this. They do now. Well, they do now, and they will know when it goes out on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes uh, later. Uh, on today. iTunes too? Yeah, we got iTunes. Oh my God. Yeah, not bad. But Brilliant. basically, summary is I can actually bake quite well. I feel like I just need to summarize this. I can. Can't I? I yeah, can. That's a nod of approval, but I've got some vegan brownie in my like in my coat. Now she's trying to bribe. Yeah. Should, should we move on to uh, uh, <laughs> something that you've actually set up, uh, which has been massive, I guess, in, in baking because it, it does show essentially what you're doing. Instagram. What was the idea behind setting it up? Oh, so the idea is setting up our Instagram. So I've realised that some people don't actually use Facebook a lot now, and that Instagram's the main platform for social media. And the idea that a lot of baked goods need to be photographed, I thought it'd be a lot easier to do that on Instagram rather than Facebook. And you get a lot more hits and a lot more engagement on Instagram compared to Facebook. So I did a bit of research into social media analysis. Um, and it's just a really nice platform because all of your pictures are in one area. So people can just scroll through, see that we made like profiteroles one week, made gingerbread houses. And I just love a good bit of a filter, you know? Just love a good filter. What about you, Luke? I'm a bit useless at social media, so I just let other people do that. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you find creating it in the first place? I mean, I didn't struggle. I think it was already there when I became president. Um, we just didn't use it a lot. So it's there in passing. But once I became president in March, I started following more people. So following a lot more societies on Sheffield and basically making us post once a week so people get regular engagement. We also had a good way of starting it off for new committee. We showed each and every one of our members, so that immediately showed that we were starting to use Instagram a lot more, which increased the engagement. And also, really good that you can post Instagram directly to Facebook. It means that's less time for us and less faff, really. Yeah. Two beds, one stone. Definitely. <laughs> it, it makes sense. So what, what would you say has been the best bake you've had this year on Instagram? Is it... Oh, are, are these the showstoppers that do, do you get the showstoppers that you get off the Great British Bake Off? I mean, we off? don't really because only our photos on Instagram are the ones that we run at sessions, and because of that, we can't really do showstoppers because we there's are, a time constraint on it, and constraint. it's more about oh, right, okay. making something that tastes good. Um, you do get the odd picture from events where people have brought in their competition bakes, so you can see some things there. I mean, I personally quite... So if people do want to see us on Instagram, it's Bake Sock Chef. Um, we got a really good photo from our activities fair. I took quite a long time in the organisation of our um, store to make it look very presentable. So that's always a good one. And then we also have really good photos of our pumpkin cupcake event. That was always a good one. And I guess it's topical. That would have been Halloween time, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah yes. so we always try and coordinate an event of that time with it so we're going to do like a Valentine's event we did a few Christmas ones 
so gingerbread man and i mean our profiteroles look amazing are they quite difficult to make i mean i ran that session and it was four hours and i, I basically was so tired it was beautiful though they're really nice but it's just you have to take so long for the mixture to cool is that shoe, there's a lot is that of shoe effort. pastry yes shoe pastry yeah that's pretty one of the only things i know about baking and that's because you have to make yeah. a shoe pastry and then you have to make the inside so you have to make the is it chantilly cream I thought, it was, I thought it was chantilly cream and then you have to make a chocolate top like it's, it's kind normally of like a, ganache. a ganache yeah yeah it's like a chocolate before we ganache. finish off let's test your knowledge okay. of baking uh, got a quiz here. Yeah. Uh, ten questions. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a bit of insight into other societies. Is that ah. they have n- nailed a lot of their quizzes. Have, so what are we competing against? Are we competing you, against? You like competed against ninety plus percent in a lot. Who, of okay, who is this? You'll find out if you listen to the oh others. I think the, I think the German society got a hundred percent on Oktoberfest. So very ooh. efficient. Yeah, very that, light then. No pressure. So how many cups are in a pint? Four, two, one, or six? Okay, what cup are we talking about? An American cup? It's it just says cups. I mean four. Two. Two. You didn't even confer. What was all that about? Should we get that's what it says. I mean what is the main ingredient in a meringue? Eggs, cream, uh gelatin or marshmallow? A meringue. Yeah. Egg whites. Egg whites, yeah. Not egg. Because if you put an egg yolk in it, it just wouldn't rise. Yeah. Because it's only the white. The quit that the quiz said eggs, but fair enough. Uh, it's, it's right anyway. Which of these cakes is not actually a cake? Flourless, flourless cake, yeast cake, cheesecake, or chicken cake? I think it's the cheesecake. Cheesecake, yeah, cheesecake's not a cake. Yep. Two out of three. Good recovery so far. What is a snickerdoodle? Oh, a type of bread, a type of cookie, a type of kitchen utensil, a type of rolled pastry. Okay, so it's a cookie because I used to live in America and I know this. Well done. Yep. Yes. Three out of four. <laughs> What is a is it fugas? How do you spell it? F O yeah F O U G A double S E. What's a fugas? What's our what's our options? A uh, cookie bread, a type of hat, or a type of kitchen utensil. You got ten seconds. There's a timer on this. Um. Uh, first. Pick one. one or the third one. Pick one. Go for one. First. First. Cookie bread. Oh not heard of that one before uh, what knows. type of custard is used to fill an eclair creme anglaise creme brulee creme patissiere creme franc- franchise I think it's uh, creme, creme patissiere I think it's creme pat yep oh, if you got that wrong that would be very embarrassing <laughs> let's what we got there what is blind bacon Baking in a special tin, baking without opening the oven, baking a crust without a filling, or baking without a recipe. Well, it's baking a pastry in a special way. So you basically put pastry and then you put some baking paper and then you put little balls on top. You got t- so baking in, in a special tin? I mean, not really. That None of those answers really make sense. But first one, I'd say. Wasn't the third one about um, pastry? Uh, baking a crust without a filling. I don't think any of these really. Well, that's um, basically what you described, though, with the balls yeah, in it. Yeah, because so. basically it's like, you know, when you have, like, a quiche crust. Yeah. Like, basically imagine... You put you, the baking beans in. You put the baking beans in. But so that's without a filling, well, so that's with the third, third one. one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's <And> too much. <laughs> finally, which of these grains does not contain gluten? Wheat, buckwheat, barley, or farro? 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 How do you pronounce How do you spell that, sorry? F-A-R-R-O. Farro. F-A-R-R-O. 
Um, wheat definitely does, obviously. Uh, buckwheat probably does because it's got wheat in it. Yeah. So we got buckwheat, wheat. What's the third one? Uh, barley and farro. People who are celiac can't eat barley, can they? Uh, no, that's Sugar your area. What, where's the last one there? What are you thinking? I've, I've got an instinct that farro is a kind of wheat. Okay. But I'm not certain. Okay. So Go for it, whichever you're thinking. I'll trust you. Oh, you're going to moan me. Uh, this to get six out of eight. <laughs> um, I think it's buckwheat, but I'm not okay, certain. Okay, buckwheat. You got six out of eight. Yes. You got it eventually. Got it eventually. It's not bad. I mean, to be fair. Uh, I feel like it was quite hard. I feel like you should have a standardised quiz because you never know. The German society might find an easier one. No, that was pretty How tough. do you standardise stuff specifically yeah. about societies? You could just have a standardised quiz. Well, like a massive spreadsheet. I'd like that. You never know. It'd be like, you know, like the chase. You should have like a board and it should just have the number of societies on. And at the end, there should be a prize. Well, to be fair, Anne Hegarty and Mark Lovett have been in, in, in Sheffield recently. So you never know. We, we may get them in and... Uh, I would like that. Yeah. But anyway, to finish off... Uh, so you mentioned events that you got planning for the future. Yep. Uh, what what are they? Um, so we haven't really planned a lot yet, but we're going to do our regular two sessions a week after Christmas. Um, so our events coordinator is going to give some ideas that we have so far. Um, probably some shortbread. Yep. Uh, try and do some sausage rolls. Get a bit of savory stuff I'm in there. I think maybe some meringues. Like, yeah, a bit of meringue. But like, you know when you can have the meringue with the cream, like little baby meringues, if you know what I mean? Oh, like little a, meringue nests. No, but I was thinking like, you know when you have a baby meringue and then like a cream inside and then another baby meringue. What you do, like a mini pavlova. A mini pavlova. I, we, we're quite creative. I was thinking, I really want to attempt a cronut. I want to be steamyard. What's that? You know, okay, a cronut is a croissant donut. You need to go to steamyard. Beautiful. So you know donuts are kind of dense normally? The croissant aspect make it so light. It's not a bad idea, that actually. Honestly, look on yeah. Steamyard's Instagram. I'll look into that. Really, you yeah. should. And I feel like we should do some more vegan stuff just so I can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what events have you got planned for the future? Anyway, but uh, you, yourself personally. And uh, not what for bake sock. Just personally I in life, really. Um, what events do I have planned? So I'm part of Stitch Sock Committee. So we're going to London. And we're going to the Royal Society of Needlework. So we're going to be knit, um, not knitting, sewing. And I'm also going to Harry Potter World. Ooh, nice for Because I got cancelled on Sunday because the M1 didn't exist. <laughs> bit bitter, bit bitter. But I'm pretty, pretty wasn't the only motorway to, to sort of be suffering from that. Honestly, anyway. it was horrible. I thought I was going to die. Same. We were travelling back from Cardiff. You were travelling back it? from Cardiff? Yeah, literally, like, the entire area of the country that had the weather warning, we were going from one side to the other. It's just so slippy, and most of the time, in traffic, it's not your fault if you crash, it's someone else, no. and yeah. that's what the scare bit is. You find that a lot. Anyway, so to finally end it, if you had a message to anyone who wants to join the society, you mentioned the idea to try and get to 200 members by, yes, by the close. What would that message be then? Um, I feel like the main message is that we're a very inclusive and friendly society um so don't feel threatened to come join us and also as you can see i'm not i'm i have my moments i'm not an amazing baker all the time i burn stuff so don't feel like you can't come to an event because you're not very good because we can just teach you and that's what our aim is to like spread the word let everybody bake yeah just give it a go it doesn't matter how it comes out and if you even like if it. you are already a good baker come along anyway because it's cheaper it is quite accessible, and I guess that that is the major pull. That's to our it, main yeah. idea yeah. to make it accessible. 
to everyone and inclusive to everyone. Charlotte, Luke, thanks a lot. That's it for Off The Record uh, for this uh, semester. We have gone from Amnesty International to the German Society to the Comedy Improvisation Society to our political series with the Lib Dems Greens, Conservatives and Labour, and now we finished off here with the Baking Society looking at everything to do with baking at Christmas. We'll be back uh, in February after the exam period where we'll be looking at a whole range of societies across the university and going into more depth about what they can offer and what they can bring to campus. But for now, for this semester, I've been Tim Adams and thank you and goodbye.